You've stumbled upon The Power Peas, a podcast about pop culture, politics, and pussy. Join my friends and me here in Washington State as we rant about our favorite bullshit and attempt to make sense of the world using the movies, television, books, music, issues, and people we're obsessed with. Welcome to The Power Peas. Let's get started. A note for listeners, attempting to do adult things, including recording a podcast and running for office, is hard enough in itself, and it's made even harder when you have children. Women candidates are the only ones who, on a campaign trail, hear things like, why are you not home with your kids right now? And aren't you too busy taking care of the kids to do this job? Childcare and domestic tasks should not all fall on one gender, but we know they do. I am thankful to my guests today for making time and making it work, and for giving us a truly realistic idea of what it's like to be a parent. If during this episode you find yourself annoyed by the child interruptions, please take a minute to think about the expectations we place on candidates, especially the women candidates taking on the share of domestic tasks. These are critical things that keep us going, yet they are undervalued and rarely expected by cisgender, heterosexual men in our culture. This needs to change for us to ever reach parity in government. The fact is, those currently holding the power typically don't want to share it, so not everyone wants these changes. I hope you enjoy this very real conversation with an amazing mom in Politico and her friend. Enjoy. Holy shit. (laughs) When I said I wanted to do a podcast Mm -hmm. about what it's like to run for office when you have children, which is like the majority of people and how fucking awful it is. Yes. Um, This just experience trying to get our shit together for this yeah. podcast. Yep. Is a lot. Yep. <laughs> it totally is. It's like juggling. Exactly. So that's what it's going to be, honestly. We're just going to sit here and talk with our one microphone because I don't have time to figure this out. I don't have time to be my own sound guy you know? right. your own tech department <laughs> so I feel like if people want to hear me talk and my friends talk they should pay for me to do this kitty. right oh yes what we have a kitty named Mo you have a kitty named Mo oh my gosh that's such a great she's name she's a brownie black now mm-hmm. imagine you're in a forum and this happens <laughs> yeah okay tell me more I want to hear it our new generation of women <laughs> I mean, after you when told I me that you had to bring Sloan, I was like, mm-hmm. so, yeah. this is a game called you win because he's yep. going to pull because yep. he wants to win too. So you just let him win because you're the smarter of Species. the two. Of the two. Kid and dog. Kid and dog. I don't know, but you know, always depends. It right. always depends. All right. 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 So welcome to the Power Peace podcast. And now my husband's <laughs> home. So this is just brilliant. Just, yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, this is our life. This is just what it looks like. So it sounds Jessica's like Jessica's going to be here. We're going to do this podcast. We've yes. been trying to do it, but we had a lot of interruptions. So <laughs> hello, nice to um, meet this you. This is my husband James. This Hi. is oh my god, Sloan. Sloan. <laughs> <That Yes>. <laughs> This is Sloan. This is my husband, James. Hi. Yeah. If you want anything, you can bug James, too, for a little bit. What mm-hmm. are you doing? Are you just going to be... I just got my van. Cool. I want to come see it, but... You're busy? Yeah. Yeah. I told you this. You can look yeah. out the window. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, got, I also have a meeting at 5, so I do that. Well, it's probably a good 50 seconds of your time. Good. Yeah. Good reaction. <laughs> That's when you know you've reached the pinnacle of adulthood when you're like, that's a sexy ass man. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we have reached new levels. (laughs) Yeah, well, it is a sexy ass man. I mean, you know, he's very happy with his new job and I'm very, very happy for him. I think it's fabulous. James Day, for all your electrical needs and Blue Sky, hire them. That's what you need to do. Yes. So I hope people can't hear that shit too much in the background, but that's just the way this is going to be because today we are discussing, hold on, let me go back. (laughs) 
I am so excited, finally now, to get a moment of peace, we'll see how long it lasts, to say that I am here with Jessica Wadhams. Hello, Jessica. Hello. <laughs> Jessica is the chair of the 39th Legislative District Democrats and chair of NWPC WAS, Skagit County, that's National Women's Political Caucus of Washington, Skagit County Local Endorsements Action Committee. Jessica ran for Lake Stevens City Council in 2021 and state representative in 2022. Most recently, she joined the Everett planning team for the Lake Stevens Pride Board. She was raised in the Pacific Northwest where she and her partner of 15 years are now raising two children. And we have met Sloan already yes. um, in this podcast. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> she has made her presence known. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Growing up, Jessica fondly remembers picketing with her grandpa and watching her grandmother do secretarial work for the sheriff's office and the fire department. Jessica spent the majority of her career in sales and store management, working her way from part-time sales associate to a full-time store manager at a multi-million dollar company. Jessica spends her free time doing numerous volunteer efforts that are focused on supporting marginalized communities and helping get candidates who hold the same values elected. So what I like to do at the beginning of a podcast, and really quick, I'm going to close this one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, some, some real peace, some real peace. Yes. What I like to do is have a conversation about how we met because I, again, this podcast is about all these amazing women in my life mm -hmm. and that I've met over time and I just have really great stories with all of them yeah. and it's, it's how we've all connected and I, I love it. So yeah. what do you remember? <laughs> I'm Cause I was having a hard time remembering just exactly how it happened. Same. Okay. I'm, I'm struggling. The only, the earliest memory I have mm -hmm. is that we were at, uh, the Lake Stevens Brewing Company for an event that Joseph and I were doing. Okay. Like a joint thing mm -hmm. to like meet your candidates or whatever. And of course, you know, we invited electeds and, mm -hmm. you know, all sorts of people. And I think you were there for that. And I do remember you were working on somebody's campaign. And at one point, Sam Gutierrez called you and you guys had this whole like conversation about like what was going on. And like, it oh, sounded yeah. very like serious and desperate. We did? And like, yeah, it oh. was weird. Okay. But it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's funny. But I do remember very much being like in awe of you. Oh, like, that's silly. Just stop that. Just no, it's true that though. Right away. It's true though. Because that's... like it is the women that were already in place that like I looked up to is like, what do I do and how do I do it? And what are they really like, you know, in mm -hmm. real life? And I've been very pleasantly surprised that pretty much all of them are exactly what they showcase. Mm -hmm. Just genuinely good people. Yeah. 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 You learned early on that politics sucks yeah yeah <laughs> and I was frustrated by it because I think you're an awesome human we just know oh, this is gonna sound so bad go for you it you ran and I don't think you were ready to run and I say that and I hate saying this but it's because of all the other things you're going through I have a hard time running a campaign and doing all the things that I did and I didn't have children right and I always think about that it just leads me to say I'm not gonna do that and I love kids they're funny like yeah I would love to have Sloan around also sure. I'd love to have Charlie around but I don't well so like to have them around sometimes right <laughs> right right I have mad respect for individuals who recognize that like kids are just not for them as a parent I hold no judgment to that because they are so much work and they do cost a lot of money and mm -hmm. that's just not everybody's vibe and that's yeah. cool like yeah you can be an awesome aunt <laughs> you yeah know? well and the frustration is to be in the legislature there's no boundaries yeah. in the legislature in any political office I talked to a local elected in Marysville the other day he's like yeah I'm at the food bank like three days a week like you know I'm retired so I do that and he's like but you know city council is like a full-time job and I'm like yeah I know it never ends like the work never ends as yeah. long as people are asking you to do it the work never ends and I think that's what I'm saying is a barrier to women running for office we don't have boundaries and until yeah. we have those kind of boundaries and until men start doing the fucking majority of the work this is how it is and yeah we either need to give each other grace in how we run and, and change the process yeah or it will never be sustainable what this is my daughter, Sloane, coming in again, <laughs> coming in hot. <laughs> Where's my dog? He's probably outside with James. You can go. You can go see where they are and say hi, James. Yeah. All I hope right James then. Is not Thank you. It's all right. Okay. She'll be fine. Wait, okay. what? You said he's not downstairs. Like downstairs, and then she goes downstairs. And oh. Like, 
oh right you know right, lightning right, right. token of, uh, you know i don't need to you know right. in our in our very creepy basement <laughs> that we get stoned in like the new man in the band <laughs> So to summarize, the pussy piece of today's conversation is about running for office as a woman and just all of the things that go with that. Is he outside? I don't know. I can Okay, but um, could you come back in a little bit? Thank you. I love you. Smooth. Smooth. Oh. Excellent. Oh. All right, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, Sloan's a delight, like, yeah. in every single second of yeah. this conversation. I also think it's funny because I'm very used to kids being around. My sister would always be like, I'm sorry, Lucy's doing I'm sorry this. I'm sorry this. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to keep talking to you. Yeah. Like, just as long as you're listening you have to, to me. You can ignore that. I You'll will. never get through a conversation yeah. otherwise. I might be a perfect mom because I'm deaf in my right ear, so I would just be ignoring that. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? And, like... Like, this doesn't really bother me. In yeah. fact, it might actually make the podcast sound really delightful. Yeah. So let's see what happens. I mean, she is the future woman. That's a big motivator, I think, you know, because it is hard running for office as a woman. I mean, shit. Like, the guy I ran against in city council, you know, he didn't do a single ounce of door knocking. And I spent my entire time door knocking. I mean, every minute of every day that I could, that I wasn't with my family, my children, I was doing that. And, you know, here he is. He won. But I look at her. I want her to be able to remember a strong woman and then want to lead in those footsteps. Mm -hmm. Because that's our only hope as a society for us to progress is that our youth take the baton and go. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you're right. I mean, the work never ends. Mm -hmm. And I've always kind of joked to my husband, I'm like, this is just like my long-term game. I'll never stop doing this Mm -hmm. because it it won't ever end. But we can make progress and that's what it's worth it for. This is where I think you're strong too. I got so excited when I heard you were the chair of the 39. These are the hardest jobs to do. I know that they get yelled at and it's like the worst political job. (laughs) I'm sorry. This is so bad. (laughs) That area needs a strong leader. I think they have really good people. Maybe the 38th and some of these more long-standing districts are really organized because they have so much and they don't do anything because they've taken it for granted like but like the 39th yeah. doesn't have that no so. we're little I mean, yeah we're really little I mean we're not as a district obviously but like our membership is small and mm-hmm. we're actually focused on trying to build it right now but I really enjoyed the chair job because I find it to be a really great opportunity for me to get people going you mm-hmm. know because I think that's kind of the problem is that we people have a lot of complacency and it's not even really their fault all the way like we are all stressed we are all tired especially if you're a woman and a mother Hmm. ain't nobody got time you know what I mean so I get it but like somebody in that mix he'll come back you can go play with him though yeah thank you for looking do you remember when mommy ran for office and mommy had signs all over the place do you remember that what was that like Sloan, that's all right. (laughs) That was me, trauma. You're not bringing anything to the table. (laughs) I'm like a hugger. Like that's my solution to being like. It didn't help. Well, at least we're not paying you to be a child. I think you have to have a good sense of humor. To be around children, for certain. Absolutely. Oh, I know. Sometimes kids are so mean to me, and it's funny. Oh, yeah. Because they're so honest. That's my favorite part, is when kids are mean to me. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. It's great. There was this TikTok where teachers were doing, like, ask a teacher anything. It was just on the teachers, so they didn't have any of the kids in it. But one of the questions was, like, why do you wear your pants up so high? (laughs) (laughs) And then they were like, okay, okay. Like, both the teachers, yeah, it was so funny. But, you know. I think I know what video you're talking about yeah. is it two teachers yeah and they're yes. like that's the style yes. that's yes. the style and so it's like i don't know millennials yelling yes. at like elementary kids about so what good. looks good on so so funny. good yeah so funny Okay, the other things we're going to talk about today are what's going on in Lake Stevens. To preface this with folks, I reached out to you about parades, if the district groups were going to be walking in them and what their investment was. And since we're endorsed candidates, we'll get some people there. We'll try to do that. Your response was that you boycotted the parade because they had a pregnancy aid resource center, which is just code for not certified doctors or physicians trying to tell people to keep their baby. 
society yeah. to shame people and into. shame people into mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, that's where we left off. I said, yeah. oh my God, you need to come talk about this. I didn't know. Yeah. I want to hear more. Yeah. So there's a city council member, Angie Jorstad, the current incumbent, and I am her campaign manager. And she and I actually happen to be going onto the Aquafest website to just see like, how do we get her involved in that? You know, she's running for office to maintain her seat. So it just makes sense. So as soon as we got on the page, I scrolled down and I saw that they were a sponsor, that the Pregnancy Resource Center was a sponsor. And of course, immediately I recoiled. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly because I thought about like how many kids attend that event and not just kids but like there's nothing else for the teenagers to do in Lake Stevens so like when that happens it's a big fucking deal like they all want to go there and I just think about some 15 year old person who just found out they're pregnant and doesn't know what to do and maybe doesn't feel safe at home and they see a site like that or see that that's a sponsor and think about it and then look it up it's just it's all bad it's just all bad they do send things out about like providing diapers and and that's what gets you it does sound really benign this is a fucking tricky business it's not in the public's best interest they're not providing birth control they're not providing comprehensive sex education and they're posing as if they are medical professionals and then also leaning on this idea that we do want to provide diapers we do want to provide for mothers who choose to be mothers absolutely want to do that yeah but not those that are coerced into it right god sorry well that was supposed to be about yeah this is what it's about if a woman (laughs) chooses to have a baby that's great that means that she had a choice yes and that's all that it matters i mean it's not like if you're pro-choice you're strictly all for abortion it's just a recognizing that like it's not up for us to decide it's up for that individual to decide Mm -hmm. and like nobody has a part of that decision making but them because only they know the complexity of their life exactly so end of story and (laughs) and it's all going to be a gray area when you face that problem I have friends that are trying to get pregnant and it's something that we have a hard time talking about as a group and god forbid something happened to my friend that's the shit that scares me like if you really believe that 15 weeks are you gonna let them die because you said 15 weeks was cruel after that this is why like me and my friend nicole just start screaming sometimes we're like in agreement and just screaming about people that don't agree (laughs) because the rage is real man it is it is we'll be right back after a short break planned parenthood is really about saying abortion and using that term which, um, sorry, I'm talking about abortion in front of children. No, this is, it's totally I mean? fine. Yeah. She may be yeah. in that situation herself one day, oh. you know? Yeah. So she doesn't know what it means yeah. anyway, so exactly. we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> also, just to be clear, I'm not having open abortion conversations with my well, five-year-old. I will tell you <laughs> that I was a child that repeated abortion after Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. This is so funny. I didn't say what's abortion. Oh. I said, what's rape? Oh, so much better. I'm a kid that said that. Oh, yeah, my they God. Said she was raped. Oh, my God. Abortion was not even discussed because she didn't have an abortion. Right. So that's what I got away wow. from it. And I know this family, and they're wonderful. And uh, she married the actual love of her life. And they had it in, and they are doing great. And so, again, I'm her choice. You know, yeah. I had a really unique experience, which is not publicly known. But I feel more and more as time goes on that it needs to be publicly known because it sticks to my values Mm -hmm. but when I was running for state representative in 2022 so last year I actually got an abortion I got pregnant I love my husband we have a wonderful life we're for all intents and purposes you would look at us and say you're a perfect specimen to have a baby Mm -hmm. but for us it was like this idea that we would have to extend out even further beyond our retirement plan you know and we just weren't willing to do that nothing about it felt right and for the first time I understood to some degree what that felt like because it could legitimately felt like oh my god my life is over (laughs) like this is terrible you know and so I can't imagine what people in places that do not have that choice are dealing with and that's why our state needs to continue to make sure that we have the resources available for those people because folks from Idaho and you know, these shit places, like, we need to be a safe haven for them. Yes. Um, your dog eats his butts? 
scratch. <laughs> <laughs> he too. does. You could do that. You could rub his belly too. He yeah. really likes that too. I did that to You did that too. I don't think you could ever, you know, do it too much. I think he'd enjoy it forever. Don't let him like you too much though. <laughs> I will. He is a humper. I will. Oh god. <laughs> only happened like twice but enough that it's uncomfortable of course it's like dongs just like out like that lipstick <laughs> oh was like God. a fucking king it size big, barbie doll right lipstick. Yeah. i know seriously it's so gross <laughs> what a gross conversation <laughs> i told james when he got home i was like charlie humped me today and it was really uncomfortable. <laughs> i feel violated i felt violated <laughs> and i'm like you know like any you know I no means that, no charlie i get mad when we're in a hurry we don't take out all the garbages up mm-hmm. here but like sometimes they get mm-hmm. full and I was on my period and Charlie will get into that yep, and he they like all yeah do. it's so gross and yep. I'm like I know you love me but it's gross because that's what it is it's like your scent you know yeah <laughs> right it's like fatal attraction kind of situation yeah. it's you like never, I love you too yeah. but not that much you please. never <laughs> feel more animal than when your animal eats your pads and tampons exactly you know? like, used pads and we tampons. are still animals <laughs> Exactly. The amount of crotchless underwear that I have had over the years from my dogs is by the bundle. So far, that hasn't been a weird. Well, and it makes you have a complex, right? Mm -hmm. Because I'm just like, that's my vagina stuff. Like, you know, like, why does my dog find that interesting? Like, do Mm -hmm. I smell weird? Is there something wrong with me? No, they just love you. I know. Yeah, they just love you. Is it pheromones? Is that the word for it? I think so. Okay. The, like, attraction scent? I'll check on it. Okay. <laughs> These are the answers that we need. Yeah. So, <laughs> seriously, though, very frustrating about what they're doing in Lake Stevens. Yeah. Would they not let Planned Parenthood also be there? They were interested in being part of the vendors, like the booths, but they went online and I guess that area had closed up. And so did the sign up for the parade, which they weren't going to be able to do anyways. But the sign up was up for like a day. So, I don't know. If so people I think, just bum rush to like get in there, but like it seemed kind of fishy to me. Yeah, well, because there and was definitely I, an uproar on Facebook. I about feel it. like you have to be so on top of this parade stuff. I think what's been really frustrating for me this year is just seeing how many barriers I think we are all putting up to one another and it just feels like a pissing match like everywhere I love supporting Cindy because I love the role that she'll play I love elections and being fair and being ethical and trying to make sure that we're leading the ship with integrity and making sure people are on board and even if they disagree they understand or they accept or you know like we get to those places but I just don't see that happening in our public discourse right now and I'm really worried for our most vulnerable people I'm worried that we're letting this secret Republican that's not as bad as Trump wiggle their way in with the same values and ideas. And I think we keep playing defense as a party and then we're seen as crazy. And so we have to step back and help each other do this work. We're all coming back from the pandemic. We're trying to get back in, but it's been a really hard year for people to run in 2023. There's a lot of fear and 2024 is entering into that conversation and everybody's uncertainty about 2024 is also feeding into this 2023 election like it's gonna feel like one long year yeah that'll make sense yeah it does yeah it you know I think what's scariest about it is it's it doesn't matter what talking head they put in place what it is is there's a much deeper problem behind the curtain if you will where we have like white supremacists you know, helping fund candidates that are out there in some way, shape, or form. It might be hidden money. It might be money that's been transferred six different times so that the trace is hard to follow, you know? And obviously every state has different rules around, you know, what kind of transparency their candidates are supposed to have. So, and that side of things is for sure going to be exposing that as often as possible. And so, I mean, until we start recognizing that the root problem of that comes from a place of religious zealots if you will, you know, people who are in a weird dimension, a way of thinking, um, filled with hate, you know, and the white supremacist groups that are out there that are also helping funnel people in those places. Like until we chop the head off of those snakes, we're not going to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're going to continue to be in the background pulling strings. I mean, the candidates that are out there are just puppets, I feel like. But I'm with you. Like, the Democratic Party has um, struggled so He's far. Waiting now to get Char- to be the Charlie is unsure of where he wants to be. Can Charlie come in? 
He's like, good, I'm coming in anyways. <laughs> she closed the door. Oh. No, now he has free reign, so everything's fine. Great. Okay, go back to that. Okay, so I'm just saying that we need to chop the head off those two snakes, but also, like, your sentiment is very much shared throughout the party. And one thing that I got really excited about recently, because I'm chair, I get to go to the chair meetings, and Shasti Conrad is our chair of chairs. And I was jazzed with what she has to bring to the table because she is really looking at how do we grow some balls in this party? How do we like get more technologically savvy? Like how do we actually get these rural areas to become blue at some point? Mm -hmm. Like we have to stop playing it safe all the time. Playing it safe is not getting us anywhere. And they know that we're playing it safe and they capitalize on that. I mean, I live in a district that doesn't have a single democratic representative whatsoever Mm -hmm. and I live in fucking Washington like that doesn't make any sense but that is a example of us playing it too safe and then being taken advantage of so I think as you know the new generation the new guard if you will is going to start taking place I think that we're going to start seeing some changes but ultimately the real change is going to be when our youth start stepping up and really getting in there and I feel bad because like I get why they are feeling disenfranchised Mm -hmm. We've kind of left them like a shit-ass situation. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I get it. How long do you need? Because like at the end of the day, you're going to have to get in there and help. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to inherit this, whether you want to or not. We'll be right back after a short break. We're good. Okay. I love this. I was looking at the time and it's 420. Whoa! I know. <laughs> <laughs> woo woo. I don't know why, but it feels like every single day. I for some reason I just happen to look at the clock when it's 420. Yeah. Oh, and that's I'm like, funny. it's destiny. Yeah. It is destiny. <laughs> James showed me his watch the other day. He had a his a nice watch on and it's he's like, it's 420, but it was like 7 p.m. You know. <laughs> And I was like, is your watch just stuck on that? And he's like, no, but it is. Like, I need to get a new battery, which I was like, how funny that your watch is stuck on 420. Like, <laughs> but it really was. It's like, like his watch got stoned and was like, I don't know how to function anymore. <laughs> I was like, it should always just have that. Because it's a beautiful watch. Maybe he's not actually using it for time because we have phones. And, yeah. You know. I so. know, right? It feels weird to have any sort of, like, clock around anymore. It's like, oh, God, did they still make those? Yeah. Like, weird. There's one downstairs, and I think we set it to 420. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think we've (laughs) summed up like our (laughs) issues around the party, but also our hope for the party and also the work that we need to do around our basic human rights. Yeah, re-energize. Productive parity, our LGBTQIA rights. I know I need to talk to Ryan about what happened in Arlington. He called me when I was out of town and I really truly did not have the emotional capacity to do like another Marysville thing. And by the way, thank you for showing up to that. Oh my gosh, of course. I mean, it was so that made my heart just like, oh my god there's so many people here it was really um, so I felt really bad I wasn't there when this was happening but I don't know all the details but I did see April Berg posted about it did you also I have not I posted like... about it because I actually kind of was in the same boat of, of struggling with capacity because in Lake Stevens we had our own issues around pride that were happening and it's it was happening for everyone. Ugh, it's so frustrating did you already say that they did not sign the pride proclamation yeah. I read that in the paper yeah so so the pride proclamation has been in existence for three years now and everybody has signed it for the last two years and then this year the mayor decided he did not want to sign it and he went on record in the meeting last talking about how he feels like the LGBTQ community is encringing upon women's rights because you know you've got biological men participating and I don't even want to hear it I know I it's like just it, gross like, and the fact you that to repeat it because I know yeah, yeah. it's just disgusting yeah. and the fact that he here we are in 2023 and like he's just 
brazenly talking about that. I mean, on one hand, I'm glad because I'm like, good, yes, please continue to expose yourself because people are going to catch on. Can you imagine being so delusional that this is the fucking hill you want to die on? He's an extremely conservative mayor. He has friends that are known Proud Boys. It's just, he's not good. So it just goes right in line with the same kind of bullshit that just keeps happening in these rural areas. Do you want to hear my story about this mayor? Which mayor? My mayor? Yeah. Oh, Like okay. Stephen's mayor? Yeah. Well, it's a story about me, and I'm going to put it out there because I think it's a funny story. Yeah. And I told Jerry Cornfield this story too. Oh, God. <laughs> I was doing Instacart for a little bit okay. during the interim because I'm like, okay, yeah. it's interim. I don't really know if I have capacity to get a full-time job right now, and I feel like everything's a conflict of interest, so I'll do this. I learned pretty quickly that it was not a great thing to do, especially at the time that I wanted to do it. I would be driving all across the county, which yeah. is ridiculous. And I realized how rarely, especially after the pandemic, yeah. I drove around. I'm down on money too, so mm-hmm. I'm like, I have to, you know, get $300 by the end of this week you know whatever I'm hustling Mm -hmm. and I am in Lake Stevens and I'm I never seem to go around the lake because I'm always going to someone's house and I don't have a lot of friends that live on a fucking lake so weird right you know weird but I was going that way and I got pulled over and I'm like oh my god holy shit and I'm so mad I'm like I'm gonna get a fucking ticket he was rude to me in the sense it wasn't really rude it was just what's that like treating me like I'm small and he said you were I was going 35 and a 25 and he was like and there was a cop behind you and I'm like I didn't even say this but I'm like I didn't know that you were a cop I you know I also didn't know the speed limit right and I didn't feel like I was going fast he's right but he was just an asshole about it it was that yeah and then he said I'm sorry but people around here really want people to go slow and I'm like rich people that you know want like yes yeah and like you can't really argue with speed limit but I went from needing to make $300 to needing to make $500 in that moment and I don't know what I would do if I my life like was dependent on that and didn't want to ask James for money you know I could have but I was like I'm gonna get this by myself and that was so ridiculous anyways how this ties back is that he was the police chief. Oh, my God. (laughs) And when he walked away, I said, fucker. (laughs) Oh, that's great. (laughs) And I I did in the conversation. I said, oh, so I can just actually drive off and you can't chase me, right? (laughs) And he's like, no. I go, well, that's what you guys have been telling everybody. (laughs) Yeah, I know. No doubt, right? (laughs) So I did say some things back, but it was after I was made to feel small. And so anyways, I said that and I cried the whole way home about not having money. You know, he knew who I was. Yeah. I get home. I find his email because it's easy to find the chief of police's email online. So I find his email. I send him an apologetic email saying, listen, I'm in a state where I not making a lot of money. It really was hard. I was making an a $11 order. Like right. I wasn't very... You treated me like a criminal and I wasn't a criminal. Yeah. So I wrote this apologetic email. He wrote back. I did it from my personal email. Thank you, Representative Wicks. Like whatever. Okay. He's like... That's that it? Was, yeah. No, he's like, I understand. Thank you, Representative... It was nice. It was... A, it was... Sorry. I just want to say he used Representative Wicks. So. Then I'm at this other event and your mayor, why I can't remember his name. I love how I don't remember his name ever. <laughs> it's the best. Brett Gailey. But there you go. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I never remember it. Yeah. I never remember racist white men's names. It's weird how like, that works I don't out. know. I know. I love it. So, I'm, yeah. I'm starting to hear that he's, he's starting to get diversity, equity, and inclusion talk, oh. you know? I'm, I'm hearing that. So, I'm like, whatever. Yeah. And I worked on some legislation that I did not really want to work at all, but I obviously was like, fine, I'll do this bill. I just wasn't sure about it. I hadn't done enough, enough research, and it was with Brett Gailey. Like, it was to, mm. with the cannabis business. Mm-hmm. So, it mm-hmm. seemed like a good connection. Okay, something we could work on. So, yeah. we he had that. So he sees me at this event. He's like, oh, Emily, I really want to talk to you about something. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, what on earth could he want to talk to me about? Mm-hmm. I'm not running for office again. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm not. That bill I worked on, I remember that. Like, we had fi- a fine experience. And then he, he goes, I just want to thank you for your email. And I'm like, what email? The chief of police forwarded my email to him, which oh. is like, fine. I mean, I can't really, you know, it's out there. But I just was like, what are you guys talking about me for? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. So what a weird thing to say. So that's my weird yep. experience with him. Um, but I, I want to put it out there because my behavior was not great. 
but I also can't stand those people. Did you break a <laughs> Did you break a law with your conduct? No. So no. you don't need to be nice. I think there that's a common, you know, misconception like no, not every single person when they get pulled over is super happy about it and we have freedom of speech. So you can absolutely say fucker and no, he doesn't get to change how the game works because his feelings are hurt. I'm sorry. If you're triggered by that, then you shouldn't be a police officer or you probably need a break from policing at that point, yeah. which they don't get enough of to be he clear. He handled it well. And honestly, I think the experience all of us took away was positive Good. at the end if that's what I mean like they were kind so I really thought that that was like a turn mm-hmm. for Brett Gailey and all of this because I was like oh I've heard he's been doing his work on this on this you know but then this is really unforgivable shit well and let's back up too because his diversity equity inclusion work was a slap in the face actually because I'm just saying it was a rumor and I'm like I'm oh, yeah, not yeah, a yeah. rumor but a conversation that somebody I like and appreciate was like actually he said this and it was yeah and they were surprised like, right you know right right, so, right, yeah. right yeah totally I think everybody was but yeah, yeah he may he had his own advisory committee if you will to the mayor specifically and it was it was basically supposed to be a diversity equity inclusion type thing but this was after the Lake Stevens BIPOC and allies group had already put all of this work together it got a huge wave of interest from the community so much so that they had I think like the highest number of calls that that council meeting from community members saying please do this please do this diversity equity inclusion commission we need it we're like the only city in like Snohomish County that doesn't have one shit even Arlington had one you Mm -hmm. know what I mean like and instead of following what his constituents wanted he said no and the rest of majority council followed and as kind of I feel like a little extra slap in the face he was like here's what I am gonna do I'm gonna create my own little club who I'm going to handpick which you know is scary in and of itself yeah and right now they're completely ineffectual they don't even really get enough people to meet when the guy who's leading it is like buddies with proud boys like I don't know I'm not a person of color but if I were I'd be like well that's kind of a first strike I think (laughs) not really interested not really willing to put my safety out there to fucking make you look good yeah you know exactly but you know he's one mayor there's so many more like that and he's not the only one in Washington state that's like that either so and that's why the party needs to get its shit together I know I know and we'll get there also need to talk about yeah. is the pop culture piece because we're real good at the politics and <laughs> pretty good at the pussy. You gotta compete with whatever. I'm editing my podcast with Haley and we are definitely talking about porn <laughs> and what we like. Porn. And so I'm like, should we've actually talked about quite a few things that maybe the two of us wouldn't like to share. Like I've talked about what drugs I've done. That bitch got out of it, but <laughs> that happened. Um and we barely and I haven't even gotten to us talking about the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which I most remember from the conversation. I'm so far behind on that. Though. And it is just a clusterfuck of conversation. Like we're not reviewing shit in this no. thing about marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And no. I, I wager to say this will be the same because yeah. a, a series is really hard to yeah. do something on. But I mean, I we can talk about Wednesday because I, I. You caught caught up on that, yeah. Well, yeah. So I I looked up a few things so we can give some, like, facts to people. So this is directed by Tim Burton. Tim Burton is known for way more than I can remember off the top of my head, but Nightmare Before Christmas. And he has that kind of dark and... He basically has Johnny Depp in every single one of his movies. Yeah. Yeah. Did he do all the Pirates of the Caribbean, too? Okay. Thank you for that. Yeah. (laughs) It's set in Jericho, Vermont, which I didn't really think about, but not even really filmed there. Most of the visual scenes are filmed in Romania. Interesting. Which is really interesting. Yeah, and then they did kind of remake the town that was there, but they kind of built the Pilgrim Village in Mm -hmm. a studio. Uh, So I thought that was kind of interesting because how they pieced it all together, it looks great. The premise of Wednesday is that her parents, Morticia and Gomez, 
send her to a private school called Nevermore, and it's for outcasts, but really people with magical powers, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and It's like a darker Hogwarts. <laughs> exactly. Much darker. Yeah. And first of all, just visually appealing. Tim Burton does a great job. Yeah. It is so fun to see certain people in it. The Latin roots a lot of people were talking about. I'm mm. like, yes, I love that. Like, they're really exploring their Latin roots with Raul Julia as Gomez, Julia, I probably should say it like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Raul yeah. Julia. I know him, but I never knew his name before. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I know that actor. Yeah. Well, he's really funny. They're all cool, but you're right. I mean, yeah. the, the Latinx, like, Fred that was throughout the entire series was really, really cool because mm-hmm. they didn't play enough of that, actually, in the films. Like, yeah. you barely knew that they were. Exactly. Like, you know. kind of, they were, oh, how white can we look? You know? Right. <laughs> right. Seriously. Add more paste. <laughs> um, Mom, I coffee. Oh, where's your drink? Where? I can't the Momo. It might be in that room. Oh, yeah. There you go. I love it. Yes. But Catherine Zeta-Jones and uh, Letitia. Yes. So good. So beautiful. And then did you in the second season, I could not figure out who Uncle Fester was. I was like, I know this person's voice. I know they have been in something. Show me a picture. I cannot figure out who Uncle Fester is until I'm really I good finally, at this. Like, I don't want you to see who it is. One either. of these days, we should do like a, there should be, we should do like a game where it's like, guess who this person <laughs> is. And yeah, I will I love rock that fucking trivia. <laughs> Have you ever played, there's one like that where it's like, whose mustache is this? Oh, and then fun. Did, like, yeah, we played it at my friend's oh wedding my and like, it was super fun. Okay. I feel, no, now you've seen... I don't, I'm not looking at, I was okay. genuinely looking at the photo. Oh, yes, he was in uh, Portlandia. You yes, you did it, what but is Fred Armisen yes, or whatever. Yes, thank yeah. you. Can you keep this where you yeah. found it because it'll make it cold. Okay, I'll do that. Making the drinks cold. That's my job. <laughs> thank you, baby. Love you. I really appreciate it, how she explained her why i don't know she just it sounded really intelligent yeah we'll get. we're working on that actually right now oh, so this is great. why i want this yes. yeah it's yes. great um yeah so i could I, but it was driving me nuts because he looks so different and i could not see through his and the voice and his voice yeah. obviously was so different so i'm like who the fuck is that did you know he was married to uh elizabeth moss you I know, did not know that. From Handmaid's Tale. Oh. Yeah. And it's really funny because I they... I did know that. Never yeah, mind. I they, forgot who she was, he, Right. <laughs> I was thinking like Elizabeth Moss, like Kate Moss. I right. Was, my head was going to Kate Moss. Like, and that's I'm like, he's married to Kate Moss. And then I'm like, oh yeah, that girl, uh-huh, who cares? <laughs> I'd rather look that Scientologist? Yeah. Like, okay, whatever. Like, <laughs> yes, still yes. love Handmaid's Tale. I, I hate it. Love it, hate it. Whatever. I yeah. love the show. Hate how real it is mm-hmm. because it's like terrifying, actually. And she's a good actress, but don't like love her like Scientology shit. Yeah, because it's basically yeah. A I'm cult. just gonna go with like, hey, but you know, get you on do, you, do whatever you, you want. You do you, girl. <laughs> right? You, actually, yeah, like why, would it, why are we hating on Scientology? Like, just you do you. Yeah. As long as you don't hate gay people and like right. go, you know, whatever, right. Right. whatever. Um, maybe you I don't live know. I don't know. I honestly world. don't know enough about Scientology to make a judgment about uh, it. But I've just you know, I think it's damaging for the people. People that actually are in Scientology because, like, I don't know, one of these days you should watch Leah Ramini's. I've heard good things about her book. Yeah, her show's Is good, too. Is it the show? Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's good, too. Okay. I, I'm more of a visual learner, so, like, Yeah, no, I'd say make... either one is good. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> However you learn, go learn. <laughs> well, I think when someone told me about the book, it was before her movie came out, Oh, that out makes sense, too. yeah. So, yeah. Um, but there's some crazy shit in there that you're like, whoa, wow, that's... yeah. That sounds yeah, culty. I like a documentary, but I do things and reality upsets me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I love true crime and I watch true crime probably every day. But then at a certain point, I have to like shut it off because I notice that I'm like irritated because yeah. I'm just like hearing crap, you know, and it's like, I got to shut that off. I got to listen to some Taylor Swift for yeah. a minute and just like decompress. Exactly. <laughs> just something or a show that you just know what happens yeah. and everything is good in the world. And you're like, Which hey, Wednesday fine. is a great show for that. Yeah. It's just fun and kind of mystical and, but also yeah. like super relatable. It was really cool that they did put Christina Ricci in yes. the show. I, yes. That was a highlight for me. She's bomb. She yeah. looks bomb. I forgot how much I loved her. Her voice, just kind of her uniqueness mm. as a human. And then I don't want to give away the show. Yeah. So we'll just not, you know, talk about all of the pieces, but 
Yeah. Five stars. And then also the principal, who I don't know, but she was great. She was a great actress. Oh, uh, Gwen. Gwen, yeah. Gwen something. Yeah. She was in uh, Game of Thrones. She was. Oh, my God. She's. Gwendolyn, is it? She's Brienne. Yes. Brienne Oh, my Carth. God. <laughs> It's so, there's a picture, by the way. It's so cute. So, I am so appalled that I forgot that I didn't know that. <laughs> no, because I'm like, I know she's from something, but I couldn't figure that she's out either. So and then I didn't look it up. Yeah, she's so badass. She's so cool. Oh my God. Yeah, I like her even more now. Like, I didn't yeah. separately from knowing that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, cool bitch. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah, no, she wow. is cool. Good actress too. Yeah. But and then everyone's talking about Jenna Ortega. Yes. And I didn't do any research on her at all other than what I know is that she is beautiful. She is beautiful. I think <laughs> And a talented actress. And a talented actress, absolutely. <laughs> I think she nailed the Wednesday character. And I think she actually really modernized it. Because like the Adams family came out when I was still younger. And so, you know, you looked at Wednesday Adams as like kind of your kookier side of yourself that you're like, yeah, I am gonna embrace being like a weirdo. Cool, whatever. And she did that again I think that's what's so cool about that show is like it's okay to be weird there's nothing wrong with it in fact let's just embrace it and like let's make it fun and oh my god that last you know scene that uh, I'm hesitant to talk too much about but it is like the main scene that everybody keeps talking about because of the fashion because of the mm-hmm. situation yeah it's just worth a watch yeah. I was looking up her other filmography mm. Scream yeah. 7 what is that? <laughs> it's like the Fast and Furious like I, are they ever going to be done <laughs> making those movies yeah. Jurassic World okay yeah so I honestly have not seen a lot of things that she was in that's why I wasn't quite sure well those so... are new too I think she's kind of new on the scene well the new stuff upcoming is Beetlejuice 2 that's <gasps> going to be good yes yeah. I am stoked for that I'm going to get this wrong but I feel like Nicole told me something about her being a lesbian and there being something about that but I don't want to spend time on this but I do if I'm gonna say something like that <laughs> well you want to back it up okay. I know but like Nicole was saying something really like positive that she gained from ah. the show so is Jenna Ortega gay <laughs> wow what a title uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jenna Ortega has been a prominent advocate for LGBTQ rights but has not disclosed her sexual orientation she has shown immense support and encouraged those to come out of the closeted life and live authentically this sounds really weird like it sounds like a little bit like somebody's like let's make her sound good about mm. <laughs> A little PR. The topic of Jenna's sexual orientation has become an intense discussion on the internet. Several <sighs> fans have been popping out unanswered questions about her sexual orientation. Ever since the release of Wednesday on Netflix, her chemistry with her co-star and roommate in the series Enid Sinclair has been questioned regarding the show, mentioning no live interest between the duo. She was right also because two women who have a close relationship must be gay, right? Yeah. God. Oh, but I think it's maybe in real life. Okay, but what I was gonna say is that. Now I'm back to it. So now I'm back to my initial thought. Yeah. I am much more of an Enid. You're much more of an Enid. So who would you be? An Enid I would be or... Wednesday. You would be Wednesday? Yeah, because there's a darkness in me for certain. But isn't there kind of like a Wednesday and an Enid? I just, yeah. Enid what is her name again? Enid. Enid. <laughs> Enid and Wednesday and all of us, really. Oh, yeah. No, Honestly. that's what I'm saying. It's like when yeah. you say that you're, I'm a Samantha, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Monica chair of the Snohomish County Dems the other day posted Roy Kent is my inner beast but I said because I I feel that like all the time I am like yeah I'm so angry I said I always feel like a Roy Kent trapped in the attitude of a Keely Jones because Keely Jones is all bubbly and like he and positive yeah. for the most part and she doesn't like it is sometimes yeah but, like Roy Kent is how I really feel inside. yeah 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 <laughs> so yes I laughed so hard at everything Wednesday said <laughs> and I appreciated it and I did get annoyed with Enid when she didn't appreciate it. Yeah. But also, Enid was really sweet and nice. Yeah. And sometimes Wednesday was mean. But that's totally. why they were great. Because they are both great little characters. And yeah. the friendship was delightful. Her relationship with Thing... Thing oh my god, great. I love Thing. Me I wish too. I had Thing. Yeah, and you know what's really weird is that it is actually an actor. That I mean, you know this. Yeah. But they like green screen, like, right? Thing. Like, my this is what I'm famous <laughs> You're for. You're like I at know. home with your family. I mean, yeah. And the I mean, credits are playing. Like, you gotta wait. have personality. Though. That's acting for sure, I, yeah. even without words. You know, totally. It's I mean, true though. I mean, your hand is doing certain things and conveying an emotion that doesn't make any sense that it would convey. Yeah, but and it's very dexterous. It. So I thought it yeah. was 
not real, but oh. it had like or I thought it was and Anim- like animated, a but that's, CGI or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. it was so good. Yeah. It was really good. That's cool. Yeah, I that's love very cool. Thing. Yeah, hand with or thing hand. <laughs> he is yeah. a hand, but yeah. some of the monster shit was like, okay, this is a little obvious and it yeah. didn't look real enough like you know yeah. there was a lot of like all of a sudden it become a little bit childish and I didn't think about that until I wonder if that was by out. design a little bit because like otherwise it might be too dark of a series and I think like the main audience would be I think like younger people maybe one review that I was watching today said that it was by some CW people so mm. if you think WBCW, mm-hmm. it had a little bit of that in there. Yeah. But, you know, little, like, don't we want to watch vibe. something that's a little dark, but also, like, where no one's actually trying to kill anyone, yeah. and there's one bad person, and yeah. people are just trying to learn and grow, yeah. and you're like, I mean, yeah, give me that, yeah. and give it to me in a little darker format, right. and go for it. Because and that's also, more yeah. real. That's what you said. It's yeah. being yourself, too. Yeah. They're owning who they are as a family in Nevermore they're all struggling with the things that make them so cool but also make them very dangerous or problematic like we all are yeah that's what my therapist said to me she said the things that you feel like are the worst about you are also like the best things about you whoops the best things about you (laughs) they're also the best things about you well and you take the good with the bad with people right Mm -hmm. I mean none of us are all good none of us are all bad and so besides maybe serial killers like sure maybe they're the the more all bad ones yeah but but that's just like evil that's like a sickness something's wrong with that person but yeah regular people are just you know they're good and they're bad and I think that's why it was so relatable because we can all relate to feeling like really dark and in the dumps and then we can feel light as a feather at the next minute like that's just life yeah so thank you so much for coming on I've been waiting for you to come on so I'm really glad we made it work and we just said fuck it let's bring the kids yes (laughs) yes because that's real life yeah she's not in here as I'm saying no I mean god we're just I would love to say after us I know I'd love to say she never hears those words but I wouldn't be being honest yeah well now I have a Planned Parenthood little meeting um it's not a little meeting it's very big and important it is I am big and important and thank you for continuing to do that work because it's important well thank you for taking the women's political caucus on because I need a little bit of a break like I'm here for it and I'm but I'm just getting a little like can't it's easy to get burnt out I'm burnt out yeah um hang in there boo (laughs) <laughs> thanks, Boo. And thank, yeah, thanks for doing everything. I know it's a lot of work. And yeah. so I think this is like your entry into your next step in your life too, yeah. you know, post kids. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm entering the workforce in September, so I'm pretty excited. Oh my God, it, where are you going to work? I don't know yet. Yeah. It's mm. all on the table still. Okay. So if anybody out there is interested in hiring, I am Well, I would love to a talk great to you. person. I'm looking for someone to partner with on the core because I need accountability for myself on it. Um, we will definitely talk, talk more, more about this. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Thanks so much for being here. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. So Have a great weekend. Yes, you too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Power Peas podcast. A huge thanks to Jessica Wadhams for joining me and for her passion for doing good and moving progressive values and the people who champion them forward. Learn more about her work with the 39th District Democrats at 39thld.org or with the National Women's Political Caucus at nwpcwa.org. You can find me on Instagram at Emily and Everett, and I recently deleted my Twitter X or whatever the fuck account it is called because it sucks and I don't want it in my life anymore. You can also find more about my work and projects at bossyatthecore.com. The best way to support this show and me right now is to listen and subscribe. Thanks for supporting the Power Peace podcast and following along as I continue to figure this all out. Yes, I'm doing it all, so continue to bear with me. Have a great weekend.